Hi, I'm so happy you're here. If this is the first time that you're listening to this podcast, welcome. I'm Risha, an events host, a motivational speaker, and a digital creator. I love talking about life, mental health, love, success, and growth. If you're interested to any of the topics I mentioned, make sure to follow us here on Spotify along with all of my social media accounts all listed on the description down below. If you're also an avid listener, thank you so much for always coming back. I really, really appreciate you. It's true that we grow when we do what's uncomfortable and terrifying. That's how we go to the other side of fear. And the other side of fear is growth. You know, by trying despite how scary, terrifying it is. And you know deep inside that it's going to be a regret for you if you won't give it a try or see what happens if you don't quit. However, there is also so much power as well in accepting that things are not anymore working for you. Maybe I should consider other options and discover myself again. There is so much power, at least for me, in walking away from things that don't serve you anymore. And I guess that the reason why I'm here is because that's what happened to me initially. The reason why I started this podcast is because I quit. I left all those things that I thought will work for me. And I would say it was a gift. It was a blessing in disguise that I was able to realize that things are not working for me anymore. And therefore, quitting is an option. Today, I will finally reveal my shifting journey. One that I never thought would happen anytime soon. You know, me sharing. I never thought that I would be able to share this side of me or this detail version of why I quit, how I quit, and when I quit. If you guys don't know, I quit engineering when I was in second year, and I'm now in psychology. And this is, for me, one of the biggest decisions I've ever made for myself. And a lot of people think that what I did was too selfish, was too fast, something I did not think through. But trust me, as I share this story, you would understand that you would understand where I'm coming from. You would understand why I made that decision, why I quit, why I pivot, why I left the situation, and why it is an option for us to quit. This is the story that I wish I told my parents, but then I didn't have the courage to tell them firsthand. So what happened was when I successfully shifted, that's just the time that I gained the courage to tell them and I was crying so I wasn't really able to tell them the full story so right now I'm sharing it to everybody and I hope that you get insights from this as much as my younger self would be very proud to hear this story of mine but just a disclaimer to the person to you listening today this is not your sign to change careers, okay? This is not your sign to shift if you're in college or shift courses. This is not your sign to, to quit. But this is merely a reminder that when things are not working for you anymore, quitting is an option, okay? This is not like a sign for you that, okay, this might be a sign for me that it's time for me to quit. At the end of the day, you have to look into you. Is the things that you're working on right now is not serving you anymore so there are a lot of questions to consider and hopefully i'll draw some of them and i'll draw things for you to reflect on so here's my story of shifting and without further ado let's keep moving
I was part of the first batch who had to go through online classes and I was an incoming freshman in college. You know, the pandemic hit my batch and we were able to experience it firsthand since in college when we were in freshman, we have to go through full online classes. And during that time, no, even prior to that, I love school. I'm active, I perform so well academically, and for sure a lot of my batchmates would would be living proof of that. They know me as someone who loves studying, who loves school, who's competitive, and I had no other options other than any engineering course. And thinking about it, I felt so stupid. When I was in high school, I never really thought of my future career or my course. I was so focused in the now, like in that moment. I was so focused in what I'm doing now because my mindset was like, I'm going to figure it out early on when I'm there. And when I was in senior high school, when I feel like there's so much pressure in choosing what's the best career for you, and you have to choose it when you're in senior high school because you have to choose your strand, I chose STEM. In my defense, I have never seen myself in any other career or course other than anything to do with math, science. And so when you're around those subjects, it is normal to think that you want to be an engineer someday or a doctor. You know, the typical high-paying salary jobs in the future. And so what I chose is engineering. I love STEM. I was able to enjoy it heavily on senior high school. And a huge factor around that is my teachers when I was in senior high school, my classmates. And I never really regret those times because I really learned a lot. The discipline, how I study, how I learn, it still plays a huge impact and a huge role in in my life. Initially, my course is civil engineering. And then I remember that I had choices or second choices like chemical engineering and mechanical engineering. And I was so certain that it's going to work for me. That, you know, I'm still gonna study on college. So why not choose what I think where I'm good at or things that will work for me? And so I was able to get my first choice. I was able to enroll on my first choice, which is civil engineering. At that time, I still have... One classmate of mine, back in senior high school, na classmate ko din nung nasa CE na ako. To say it humbly, I was a valedictorian of my batch. Imagine the pressure that I have to live through for fear that maybe I'd be judged if I can't maintain it in college. I won't deny it. I felt the pressure. It is a pressure I don't usually talk about. But I'm carrying it. And maybe because I was always thinking about it, that's what happened to me. Maybe another factor. But I was I was cultured shock because your professors in college kind of think that you should know this already, that you should know this, especially all those general subjects, even if I don't. And I don't know if I'm just the person or the student who experienced that, but in my case, I really, really felt the pressure. The expectations in my college were extremely high. You know, so much, so much pressure coming from everyone. At the back of my head, I always put myself to understand where the pressure and stress are all coming from. We have to do good because, hey, we're, we're the National Engineering University. And a lot of students are crawling in to at least have a slot to study at the university. And I would forever, forever be grateful of that. 
However, here I am thinking of losing my my slot in shifting. So that's also one of the reasons why I felt like it's not really a great move for me to shift. A lot of students are crawling in to have a slot, have been wanting to study in the university. So I remember first day palang, first week palang, first month palang, first semester palang, and first year palang. Ayoko na. I was speculating that this is not for me anymore. I don't know if it was college. That's not for me. I don't know if it was because of my professors or my classmates or my environment. Or was it the course itself? Or was it just me? Honestly, I hate my introductory course, which is the first subject on that first day. And that's when I felt a sting on my chest. I know na there is something wrong na. 110% not going to sugarcoat it. I hate it. Though if there's something you need to know is that I have no failing grade when I shifted. I still felt like what I'm feeling ain't about my grades at all. I remember the program chair of my chosen or new course asked me why I'm shifting and what what made me decide to shift because I have I have I have good grades. And as someone who loves math, I feel so challenged to take up my math courses back in engineering. To the point that I resent it. I hate it and I know it's not me anymore. I don't hate things. I don't hate what I study. And people know me about that. My classmates know that I don't hate stuff. I love learning stuff. I used to learn to love things to learn to love things because I believe that it will be detrimental to my future. So when I experienced that resentment, I knew it's not me anymore. So what I did is I tried. I got so challenged. There were subjects that I somehow enjoy, like chemistry because of how challenging it was. Like three to five hours of examination and you still doubt all of your answers. <laughs> And you're not even 100% sure if any of it or if you got something correct. And I felt that. I felt that it's, it's so important to be able to experience those pressured moments. But my favorite has to be purposive communication. Oh, I love the subject. We did an interview. We have literally no internet connection. At that time, I had to take the interview at the back of our store which is our backyard as well and in the middle of a lot of grass and i enjoyed how i speak with my professor it was according to her one of her long interviews and we both enjoyed it but what i didn't enjoy is what i was talking about because i was talking and acting like a professional engineer at the time so right now that i'm telling you the story it's kind of connecting the dots i know that these are some points that are really giving me signs na okay things are on the gray areas and things are quite not really working and i know when things are not working and when things are not worth it for me anymore and because i was still forcing things to work because at the back of my head maybe this is worth it I am a second year now. There's no way this is not worth it. And I often convince myself that 
hey, maybe you're not enjoying it because things are so general or so specific. I don't know. I don't know. So here's the plan. I waited for my major courses. I was about to shift first year, second semester, but I felt like there's no enough major courses that will kind of give me the confidence to just to just shift because, you know, my major courses are not working anymore. Working for me anymore, rather. And so I waited again. So I was second year at that time. Second year, first semester. When I got very hard courses like SRB and CAD and I pushed it. I have no other choices but to at least, you know, cut myself some slack. So I reached second year nga, first semester. And during this period, I tried studying. I tried collaborating. And I even have to lead a group for my CAD activities. I answer recitations. I knew God was giving me an opportunity to try. To at least try. To see for myself if this is really for me. But when that voice inside me started screaming and I heard it. Is this all that is? Are you going to stay here? Are you going to settle for less and for force just because you're afraid of... What is meant for you if you quit? Just because you're afraid of losing your two years of becoming an engineering student. And that person was screaming. And I heard it. Looking back, like during those times, I knew that there was a lack of alignment. Which is, I think, the number one reason why I quit. And this is called positive quitting. There are reasons why we feel the need to quit. And sometimes you may find yourself engaged in activities, relationships, pursuits that no longer align with your values, goals, or overall well-being. And that's what happened to me. In such cases, quitting can provide an opportunity to reassess our priorities and make choices that better align with our authentic self. When I first had that interview, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Not because I was acting like a professional engineer with major experiences, but because I was talking. And I knew it was true. I knew that the reason why I enjoyed it was not because I was talking about engineering, but because I was talking. And the skill is what I appreciated at the time. And I think... For the most part, after taking up my major courses or major subjects, I felt that there was really a lack of alignment. It's not really working for me and I have to admit it to myself before I make a huge decision. During that time, I knew already I have to quit. I can't stay studying another set of subjects and study for the next 10 years because, of course, being an engineer is a lifelong learning together with, of course, all the other subjects or courses. But what I mean is, I don't wish to study these topics or these related topics anymore because I'm not seeing myself studying it for the next 5-10 years. It's, it's heartbreaking and I'm not going to sugarcoat it again. I felt like I am betraying my younger self. Because my younger self would want to pursue a math-related course or a science-related course, which is engineering. But I can't hold on anymore. So as much as I want to stay to prove her, 
my younger self, that this is worth it. I know she'll be more than proud if I go to the path less walked. To go to the other side of fear. To walk away. Honestly, psychology wasn't my first choice. I thought of architecture, interior designing, aeronautical engineering, English literature, communication arts. But upon assessing, what if I try psychology? What if? During this period, like first year, first semester, I got involved in investing, working online, freelancing. I get to earn my own money. For the first time, I got into hosting gigs and webinars. I got so involved with a lot of things I was working on besides studying engineering. I got inspired by my first boss who was a digital marketer. You know, there's, there's a lot of reasons why things were perfectly planned by him. There were a lot of reasons why I knew I had to quit. I got involved in investing. I got involved in hosting like what mentioned. I got involved into digital marketing. And that's when I knew that it wasn't just a course. It wasn't just the professors or my environment. It was me. I let myself enjoy all the other things, which is outside what I'm studying, which is outside engineering. And even if it's painful to leave something you thought you wanted, it is also a blessing to get to know other areas of my life too. Other passions, other skills, other interests. Another reason as well why quitting is an option, at least based on the information I just mentioned, is sometimes you have to recognize your limitations and focus on your priorities. Given that a lot of a lot of things happened in my life, quitting can be a way to acknowledge my limitations and prioritize my time, my energy, and resources on something else. It's about making choices that align with your priorities and being realistic about what you can and what you cannot handle. Sometimes quitting one thing allows you to dedicate more attention and resources to what truly matters to you. That's exactly when I realized that there's no way I'm not gonna enter college or continue it because I owe this to my parents. If there's something, I could consider other options. So what if I try psychology? What if? And so I have emailed several people hoping that they'd reply. My mindset at the time was, I just want to leave CE. I just want to live engineering. And I don't know why, but I felt like I was stuck. I felt like I can do more outside. I felt like I can do more if I'm not here. And I want to hate myself for thinking that way because, you know, it sounds like I'm full of myself. But you can't blame me. You can't blame me if I have those thoughts in my head. I know that I can be more and have more if I will have the audacity to leave. Until January 2, 2022, I received an email from the program chair of BS Psychology. It was sent to a lot of students and it makes me cry because I'm one of them. After processing the requirements, it was January 8th when I received another email. I'm CC'd. An email to the department chair and dean asking for approval since I'm evaluated already by our program chair. Imagine that. 
The next day at 8 p.m. of January 9, it was approved. The next morning, I was asked to enroll. Imagine how fast that was. And that was it. I was finally a BS Psychology student. And it's, it's amazing because only a few slots were given. And I was one of those people who got the slot. And I knew that was for me. And when I was there, I realized so many things. I realized that there are so many reasons why people quit. Which means like positive quitting. And one of those positive reasons why people quit is re-evaluation of goals. When I was there, I felt like it's now time for me to change and re-evaluate all of the goals I have for my future. It's natural for goals and aspirations to change over time. Why? We change. Humans change. If you find that your current path is no longer in line with your long-term goals or if you've discovered new passions and interests, quitting can be a means to redirect your energy and resources toward pursuits that are more meaningful to you. I was so afraid of quitting. Not only because I might disappoint my parents or I might disappoint my whole family, it kind of makes me realize that I'm wasting my time. I've already studied engineering for for three semesters and it would be for some people a waste of time if I will quit. Hindi ko na bakayang magdees ng ilan pang mga taon para para hindi lang masayang yung tatlong semester. That was also one of one of the reasons I thought of and one of the points I considered. But it's just that I learned that people change. And I am a human being. I'm one of those people who change. We all change. And unless I realize and I fully accept that people are changing, and so do our decisions, and so do our passions, and so do our interests, then it will be easier for all of us to walk away from things that no longer serves us. When I shifted, I was able to shift second semester, second year, and it was purely online. So I didn't felt like I was, I was a shifty. I felt like I'm still a normal student, and I didn't realize that I have a lot of classmates because I enrolled in a lot of, in a lot of blocks. But I just realized it when first semester of third year, which is for me still second year at the time because I'm a reg, I realized that I was really a shifty. I was really an irregular student because I have a lot of of classrooms to enter. I have I hold a different schedule. I am you know, I'm all over the place. And I know that that was the drawback or the consequences of going to the pathless walk, which is shifting. When I shifted, I thought it's going to really make me happy. But man, there were days that I thought I should have given myself more time, even if I knew I had a lot of time. But it's true. Feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. When the program chair replied at the time, it was an enough sign for me to know that I need to quit. And God is giving me an opportunity to quit. I felt sad because 
I'm on my own now. I have no friends on my new program and I barely know anyone. It was crystal clear to me that I'm on my own now and I have to stick with it. You know, when one of my classmates from senior high school, who happened to be my classmate as well in CE, asked me and messaged me some motivational stuff and all that, which is I was, I was so surprised I was asking. There's only one thing I said to him. Quitting is an option for dreams you don't value anymore. The reason why I quit engineering back then was because engineering wasn't for me at all. Engineering is not working for me anymore. And I'm not willing to make it work for the both of us. And I didn't value it as much as how I valued it when I was still in high school or senior high school. That's why I quit. There are things that right now I value more than anything else. And engineering is nowhere to be found on those things that I value. And it's true. Quitting is an option for dreams you don't value anymore. So that only means that if you still value that dream, that passion, that course, that dream, you don't have to quit. You have to keep going. Quitting engineering or that positive quitting that happened in my life provided me an opportunity for personal growth and exploration. It allowed me to step out of my comfort zone, to embrace new challenges, to discover different paths or possibilities. When I quitted engineering, that's when I discovered that I could, I could be a content creator. I could share inspirational stuff online. I could film myself doing motivational reels. I could walk alone. I could travel alone. I could, I could do all things alone. There's no impossible things for me. Sometimes, quitting one thing opens up doors for new opportunities that may be better suited to your aspirations. And of course, personal development. We have normalized telling people not to quit. But the reality that needs to be understood by most people, especially people my age, is that quitting is a choice. It will always be part of the equation. You know, if a situation no longer serves you, quit. If a situation no longer grows you, quit. If a situation is a toxic situation, leave, quit. If a dream you once had no longer aligns with the person you want to become, it's okay to quit. And I saw this post on Treads from Steven and I also reposted it on my Treads account. The worst advice I read over and over again is never quit. I promise you, quitting is for winners. Knowing when to quit, change direction, leave a situation, demand more from life, give up on something that you know isn't working and move on is an important skill that people who win at life all seem to have. You have to quit your way to the life you want. Man, I so agree. And I wish I read this sooner. I wish I read this on the verge of quitting. Quitting is a superpower. And all winners quit before. Winners know exactly when it's time to pivot, when it's time to quit, when to leave a situation, when to demand more, ask for more, move on and pursue other things. I used to be a firm believer of the quote, never quit. But sometimes you got to quit. 
you have to be willing to step out there and say, this isn't what I thought it was. This doesn't make sense to me anymore. This doesn't appeal to me anymore. We can all quit on the thing. I quit engineering. I quit my my dream of becoming an engineer. But I don't quit on myself. And I will never quit on myself. And I think that's, that's the initial idea I want everyone to know. And I think that's, that's the initial idea I want you to know. There are things that you got to quit to pursue other things. But you don't have to quit on yourself. Sometimes you have to also persevere. Solve your problems. Seeking alternative solutions may be more appropriate. Maybe. It's also worth noting that quitting does not equate to failure. It can be a courageous choice that leads to personal growth, happiness, personal discovery, and the opportunity for new beginnings. So to you, yes, quitting is a valid option in certain circumstances and should not be dismissed or stigmatized. Sometimes continuing down a particular path may no longer align with with ourselves. And you have to recognize when to quit because it takes courage to do that. It takes more courage and self-awareness to be able to do that. It means that you have acknowledged that a change is necessary and having the strength to pursue a different direction. To my younger self and to you, quitting should not be seen as a failure but rather as a strategic choice to redirect our energy towards things that align more closely with our values and aspirations. Hey, the decision to quit is a personal choice. And by making it with intention or clarity, we can create a space for new beginnings and pursue a path that brings us greater fulfillment and happiness. I am very proud of you. I am proud of you for quitting things that no longer serves you. And this isn't just a message to my younger self. This is a message to you. Because I know for sure that at some point in your life, you thought about quitting. But thinking about quitting is giving you an opportunity to reassess your goals, your aspirations, your values. So thank thank God for He gives you the time and space you need to think. Think through all of all of the things you still value, dreams you still want to achieve, and makes you want to appreciate the things in front of you. I hope you learned something today. Again, this is not your sign to quit, okay? But this is your sign to ask yourself some questions, some good questions. Is this still worth it for me? That's about it, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I never thought that I'd be I'd be sharing it, but the fact that you listened and I shared it anyway means that I gained I gained the courage to post this and to share this. Thank you so much for providing the space for me to to share that part of me. I hope you got some insights and I hope you learned something from today's episode. Right now that you have heard my story of shifting, do you now consider quitting as an option? Let me know down in the comments. Again, this has been your friend and your host, Risha. Know that I'm grateful for you. I've always been. And I'm rooting for you. Rooting for you big time. I'll see you in the next few days. 
don't forget to always keep moving.